0: Give us this day our daily bread. Our Father, Part 5 of 7. My late night flight was made later due to fog. When I arrived at my hostel, the proprietress refused to let me in, citing the hour. I asked the taxi driver to drop me at a bus station, naive 23-year-old that I was. Then I walked through the night, my roller suitcase clacking on the sidewalk cracks, shifting my duffel bag from shoulder to shoulder. The sign on the Lucky Penny Diner said, open 24 hours. After I ordered a short stack, the waitress observed, looks like you just got back from a trip. I told her I was just starting one. She listened to my story and took pity on me. She had me move to a corner booth in the back, then told me that if I did not put my head on the table or snore, that I could stay until six when her shift ended. I made it through that first night after moving to San Francisco, without a job, a place to stay, or any connections. I found a hostel that would let me sleep in its beds. Then I rented a room in the Haight-Ashbury district in an old Victorian, complete with rats. A few weeks later, I found a job working as a science instructor at a summer camp. Before my first paycheck came through, my little brother told me he was coming home. He had just returned from a tour in Afghanistan as a combat medic. I had not seen him in over two years, I spent the last of my money on a plane ticket back to Spokane for a whirlwind weekend. At the airport, I was told that my flight had been canceled. To get on the only other flight going out that night, I would need to pay a $20 fee. My debit card was declined. I did not have a credit card. The ATM showed that I had a balance of $18, which I could not touch because withdrawals needed to be in increments of 20 had I had an increment of 20 then my card would not have been declined. At least with $18, I could have bummed around for the other two, but I did not think I could bag $20 before the plane started boarding. I had a prepaid phone, which had to run out of minutes, so I could not even call and ask anyone for help. I got back in line. I told the woman behind the counter my story. Then I began to cry. It surprised me because the only thing I seemed to lack more than money at that time in my life was tears. She took pity on me, waived the fee, and that night I sat in the satellite diner in Spokane across from my little brother. It's a humbling thing to have your brother come home from war and pick up the tab, but love is the kind of thing that is worth being humbled for. Then he drove us two hours north to the farmhouse where we grew up. Before I left that weekend, my grandmother gave me three things— A check for $150, a stern talking to, and a loaf of homemade bread. When I got back to my room in San Francisco, where I did not even sleep on a mattress on the floor, but on a futon mattress on the floor, I unzipped my backpack and unwrapped that loaf of bread. For a moment, the entire room smelled like my grandma's kitchen, where my family celebrated Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners, where my grandfather used to make the grandkids dollar pancakes on Saturday mornings where I once looked out the window to see a pack of coyotes padding through fresh falling snow, where just that weekend my family had played games, told stories, and eaten my grandma's homemade meals. That bread was a loaf of life. Six years later, in 2018, I was commuting from Port Orchard to Seattle. I felt a pain in my abdomen that was so severe I had to exit I-5, thinking I would pull over until it passed. It did not subside, Instead, it got worse, to the point where I looked up the nearest hospital and drove there. When I got out of my car, I could not stand up straight. I limped into the ER, afraid I might pass out. It was the worst pain I have ever felt, and I have had a severed thumb, a fractured ankle, and both nipples pierced. They gave me fentanyl, which knocked the pain and me out. Prior to that incident, I had gone gluten-free. For years, I had had numerous gastrointestinal issues, including intestinal bleeding and abdominal pain, that, through a process of elimination, went away when I avoided gluten. After six months of being gluten-free, I had decided to have a hamburger and french fries for dinner. Not just any hamburger and french fries, but a McDonald's hamburger and fries, eaten in my car. Sidebar. No one talks about the fact that fast food is literally served in trash, like, let me dig through this garbage bag to get my dinner. Anyways, as the wise man said to the king who wanted an immortal phrase, this too shall pass, and after a night in the hospital, it certainly did. I never did get a biopsy to determine if I had celiac disease, thinking that the remedy, either way, was to avoid gluten For three and a half years, I read the labels on condiments, ate rice crackers, and noodles made from chickpeas. I scoured restaurant menus online before going, reading the fine print, and I never accepted a dinner invitation without mentioning, with some embarrassment, that I could not eat gluten. I brought my own bread places, and every time I ate something that squeezed my stomach and loosened its ends, I'd inevitably discover that there was wheat in the teriyaki sauce or breadcrumbs in the meatballs. In the fall of 2021, I was at an Orthodox church in Tacoma. The gospel reading was from Matthew. And ordering the multitudes to recline on the grass, he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking toward heaven, he blessed the food, and breaking the loaves, he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes, and they all ate and were satisfied. And they picked up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve full baskets and there were about 5,000 men who ate, aside from women and children. During the teaching, I thought, I wish I could eat bread. Then these words came into my head, Take and eat. You are healed. Now, the meaning of those words was obvious, but I was not so far removed from the parking lot of a Franciscan hospital to just start eating bread after a three-plus-year hiatus. So I made a bargain with the words in my head, If a woman approaches me and offers me bread, then I will eat it. At an Orthodox church, the communion wine is only for members. But the bread is in big bowls for everyone, I later found out. After the service, I was getting ready to leave, and this woman came up to me and said, Are you a visitor? When I said yes, she said, Here, and gave me a piece of bread. A woman had approached me and offered me bread. I ate it. Then I waited. I went home and went about my day. Then I started to get excited because nothing happened. Now I can eat bread without my guts hurting or bleeding. For a long time, I could not. Give us this day our daily bread. That is the um, fifth line in the Our Father prayer. There are seven words in it, and two of them are day. Another way of saying it might be, Give us day bread today, or another translation says, Give to us today bread for the day ahead. There isn't a lot to eat in the desert. When the Israelites wandered there for 40 years, God provided manna from heaven. The people collected it daily from the ground like dew. They were able to collect a double portion the day before the Sabbath. If they collected more than they needed, it rotted. After the bondage of Egypt, an entire generation chose to be enslaved by their fears rather than enter the promised land. Twelve spies had been sent to scout the land, and ten of them came back with a bad report. They said that while the land was flowing with milk and honey, it was guarded by mighty men with fortified cities who were the offspring of giants. The Israelites believed these reports, grumbled against Moses, and refused to go any farther. Now Joshua and Caleb, the other two spies, made a good report of the land and said, Do not rebel against the Lord, and do not fear the people of the land, for they will be as our bread. They led the next generation into the land of promise, forty years later. And to the sons of Israel, the sons of giants were as bread in their mouths. That hearkens, of course, to the twenty-third psalm, You preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Recall also that Jesus called himself the Bread of Life, and it is through the act of Holy Communion, a meal of bread and wine, that we are to remember him. Finally, nested within the idea of daily bread is the entirety of society. The prayer says, Give us, not give me. Our Father, give us. Bread requires fields and hands to work them. It requires threshing floors and means to transport grain and flour bread requires other ingredients salt yeast lard clean water all of which must be refined cultivated and or collected and transported as well it requires ovens fuel and time bread for us not just you or me requires a certain amount of infrastructure and a measure of peace it requires a functioning economy because not Everyone can work in the field and on the threshing floor and as a baker. By asking daily for the gift of bread, I am asking for the gift of a society that works. And it is a gift because I did not create it. And though I may contribute to it, my contribution is little and it could get along fine without me. But it's not obvious that I can say the same for myself without it. And I'm asking for the bread of life accepting that someone who was perfect was broken to make me whole. And I'm asking for a moment of reprieve from my enemies, some of which I deserve, but even a man deserving of enemies must eat. And I'm hoping that I'd be one of the two spies that would say the giants will be as bread in our mouths, even though I know I'm probably one of the ten. But even so, maybe the next generation will be braver than this one and can enter the land that to me has only been a promise. And though I wander in the desert of despondency, enslaved by my own fears, I collect heavenly succor as due to sustain me. And I'm hesitating because I've been offered bread before and it was like poison and made me sick and I'm not sure I can trust it. But what kind of way to live is that? Starving and weak. And I'm remembering the smell of my grandma's kitchen and the strength her bread gave to me when I was poor and humbled by circumstance. And I'm asking... Give us this day our daily bread. Give us today a society that works, a Savior that saves, repast from our enemies, the land of promise, manna from heaven, words that heal, memories with family. Give us today the gift of bread.